I would invite you to turn in your Bibles to, uh, as we read it, I think it'll be very familiar to, to you, but Psalm 46, one of those very familiar Psalms that sometimes it's one of those it's somewhat easy to take for granted. And I think as we deal with it this morning, perhaps there'll be some things about it that might be new to you. And I trust that God will speak to us through His Word. Let's read together Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, the helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, though its water roars and foams and the mountains quake with its turmoil. There is a river. Its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is within her. She will not be toppled. God will help her when the morning dawns. Nations rage, kingdoms topple, the earth melts when He lifts His voice. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, see the works of the Lord who brings devastation on the earth. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. Stop your fighting and know that I am God. Exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth, the Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Amen. When trouble comes, where do we go for help? I think that's especially a good question because one thing that we know for certain, we are living in very troubled times. During the last couple of years especially, we have been living through an unsettling time. All of us in one way or another have been affected by the COVID-19 crisis. We didn't even know that word or the coronavirus till a year and a half or so ago. Also by the tension due to the racial unrest that uh, was brought about by the tragic death of George Floyd. Also by the uncertain and bitter political climate in our country. And here especially in this part of the country, and the chaotic situation as a result of the great influx of illegal immigrants. But there are many other things that we face that are of a very personal nature that cause real stress and difficulty. They could be physical things, material things, and also spiritual things. I would ask you the question, what is there that is that thing that is most troubling in your life? Psalm 46 tells us where to go in troubled times. Don't you love that first verse? God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. But most of us didn't learn it that way, did we? God is our refuge and our strength of very present help in trouble. 
What a wonderful refrain. But what a wonderful truth. Many Bible students believe that this psalm was written in connection with the dramatic deliverance of Jerusalem from the Assyrians recorded in 2 Kings 18 and 19. I would encourage you to read those two chapters. It's a fascinating biblical history. Did you know also that this marvelous psalm was the inspiration for Martin Luther's hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God? But it can also be an inspiration for us today. Now, King Sennacherib. Can you imagine having that name? The Assyrians under the leadership of King Sennacherib declared that they were coming to overthrow Jerusalem. Now, the king of Judah was Hezekiah. And King Sennacherib sent the Judean king Hezekiah a threatening letter. And in 2 Kings 19, we see how the king of Judah responded to a seemingly impossible situation. Now, here's an example we need to follow. In 2 Kings 19.14, this is what it says. Hezekiah took the letter from the messenger's hand, read it, then went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. What a tremendous thing that he did. Here it is, Lord, and he just spread it out before the Lord. Are there things that happen in your life that you need to spread out before the Lord? Put it out on the table before the Lord. That's what Hezekiah did. Then we see in 2 Kings 19, 15 through 19, his prayer and how he called out to God for deliverance. He acknowledged the threat. He acknowledged that the danger was greater than they were. They knew how the Assyrians had dominated and taken over other countries and other kingdoms and how they were so threatened. And he said, Lord, we need your deliverance. When trouble came, Hezekiah knew where to go. The Lord heard Hezekiah's prayer and gave a miraculous deliverance to those in Jerusalem. In 2 Corinthians 19, 35 and 36, we read these verses. That night, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. Can you imagine? When the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. So King Sennacherib of Assyria broke camp and left. He returned home and lived in Nineveh. Now, I'm not saying that God's going to always strike your enemies dead. But what I'm saying is that God is greater than whatever threatens us. He was greater than the Assyrians. 
And that night, He miraculously sent deliverance for the people of Judah. And He struck down 185,000 of the Assyrian army. That's the background for Psalm 46. That helped me a lot. I've always loved that psalm. But that helped me a lot when I could put it in context historically and see how God speaks through this psalm. Psalm 46 naturally divides itself into three sections. And the three sections tell us what to do when we face troubled times. In verses 1 through 3, we see that in troubled times, we need to retreat to our refuge. What does it say again? God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, though its water roars and foams and the mountains quake with its turmoil. I'm originally from a little community just north of Stephenville, Texas, called Morgan Mill. Uh, my maternal grandparents had a farm uh, when I was a small boy. And to me, heaven and that farm were synonymous. Uh, I thought it was the greatest place on earth. But one of the things that I remember about their farm is that behind their house was a storm cellar. Do many of you know what I'm talking about when I talk about a storm cellar? It was dug down into the ground and there was just a little hump and there was a door. And uh, you didn't normally go down in there, but maybe you've heard this terminology. When a bad cloud would come up, that's where you would go. And you would go down into the cellar and that was your place of refuge. That was your place of safety. That's the sense of what we see here. Uh, it says, God, our Lord, is our refuge. A very present help in trouble. First of all, we see that in God we have an awesome refuge. He is our shelter. He is our protection. Uh, he is a safe refuge he's also a strong refuge that storm cellar was protection against a tornado or a hailstorm or whatever ever that might be but our lord is our strong and safe refuge against whatever might happen in life he's greater even than covid 19 he's greater than the hate that one person might have toward another person. Uh, he is greater than uh, even all of the chaos that we see because of the political situation and the uncertainty that we see because of the border situation. He's greater than our financial uncertainties. He's greater than our family problems. He's greater than our health problems. When you read and you come to the end of a sentence and it has dot, 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 what does that mean? It means it goes on. Well, He is greater than all our dot, dot, dots. 
He is a secure refuge. Our God is an awesome refuge, but He's also an accessible refuge. What does He say about Him? A helper who is always found in times of trouble. This shows my old manness. You didn't know that, did you? But I am 71 years old, and I still remember it this way from the King James. Our God is our refuge and strength. What? A very present help in trouble. That just rings to me. He's an accessible refuge. He's a very present help in trouble. I don't have to wait on Him. I don't have to make an appointment with Him. But He is a very present help in trouble. He's also, and I was trying to figure out the best way to say this, but I put it this way. He is an ageless refuge. He's a no matter what refuge. Therefore, we will not be afraid though the earth trembles. Bring it on. And the mountains topple into the depths of the seas. Though its water roars and foams and the mountains quake with its turmoil. No matter what, He is our refuge. Now that storm cellar didn't do a bit of good on my grandparents' farm if you didn't go down and get into it. And we can read this all day long. And our Lord will not be our refuge till we flee to Him. Till we look to Him. Till we put our trust in Him. In troubled times, we need to retreat to our refuge. But there's a second wonderful truth in this passage to tell us what to do in troubled times. We see it in verses 4 through 7. In troubled times, we need to discover our strength. There is a river. Its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is within her. She will not be toppled. God will help her when the morning dawns. Nations rage. Kingdoms topple. The earth melts when He lifts His voice. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. We have a secret power within us. In verse 4, there is a river. Its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. Uh, Israel and Judah was a very dry land. And so water was so critical. Cities were normally built on rivers, but Jerusalem wasn't. But King Hezekiah did something very uh, smart. He built an underground water system that connected the spring of Gihon in Kidron with the pool of Siloam within the city. So water was always available. We have a secret person within us. Verse 7 says, The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. In John 7, it's put this way. 
On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, we have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. When we're needy, when we're thirsty, what did Jesus say to do? He said, come to me and drink. And when you do, He says, out of your innermost being will flow forth rivers of living water. Where do those rivers come from? It's talking about the Holy Spirit who indwells every man and woman who's come to faith in Christ. We have a secret person within us. That's the living Christ Himself made real by the Holy Spirit who indwells us. I can't even remember the preacher that I heard say this, but I heard it many years ago and it stayed with me. Every demand made on us is a direct demand made upon the Lord within us. Did you hear that? Every demand that's made on me is a direct demand made upon the Lord within me. We're not alone. No, never alone. We have a secret person within us. We have that underground water system. And we never have to be thirsty. So in troubled times, we need to discover our strength. We need to look to the Lord. We need to go to the Lord Jesus. And we need to drink deeply from His well of living water. Or better said, from His streams of living water. In troubled times, we need to discover our strength. And our strength is the Lord Himself. God is our refuge and what? Strength. A very present help in trouble. By His Spirit, He is our inner strength. In troubled times, we need to retreat to our refuge. In troubled times, we need to discover our strength. But there's a third thing. Verses 8-11. through 11. In troubled times, we need to redirect our focus. Verses 8-11 through 11, Come see the works of the Lord who brings devastation on the earth. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears in pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. Stop your fighting and know that I am God. Exalted among the nations. Exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. In troubled times, the tendency is to focus on the trouble. The tendency is to focus on the problem. But what we need to do is redirect our focus. Now that doesn't mean we deny our troubles, that we deny our problems. That's not realistic. But yet, where does our primary focus need to be? 
It needs to be upon the Lord. Come see the works of the Lord, it says, who brings devastation on the earth. He's greater than anything and everything. He's greater than anyone and everyone. We need to review the works of the Lord. I believe that's one reason it is so important for us as uh, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ to daily be in the Word of God. As we are constantly in the Scriptures, it reminds us of all that God has done. As we read the Old Testament, we see how He dealt with His people. We see how He dealt with Adam and Eve. And then we see how He dealt with Noah. We see how He dealt with Abraham. And we see later on uh, Moses and the children of Israel as they were delivered from Egypt. And then we go on and on and we see the prophets and we see how God dealt with the kings and how He spoke through the prophets those powerful messages. Then we see the New Testament and the birth of our blessed Lord Jesus. We see His ministry upon the earth. We see the birth of the church. The expansion of the church and how uh, the Gospel expanded throughout the earth. We see those powerful teachings. We see all that God has done. And then it's good if we've been walking with the Lord to stop and, and go back and to remember what God has done in our lives. You ever take time to do that? I've been trying to do some of that in my life. And I've been around long enough now to have some things to remember. And when I do that, I see that I have a faithful God. We need to review the works of the Lord and we need to rest in His faithfulness. Now verse 10 is an interesting verse. It's interesting to see how the different uh, versions uh, translate it differently. Here in the Christian Standard Bible, it says, stop your fighting. In other versions, my version of preference is the New American Standard Bible. It says, cease striving. But in the version that many of you probably have, it says, be still and know that I am God. Stop your fighting. Cease striving. Be still and know that I am God. And know that I am God. We need to rest in His faithfulness. Knowing that He will be exalted among the nations. He will be exalted on the earth. We know that God is with us. The Lord of armies or the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. We need to rest in God's faithfulness. Yes, we live in troubled times. But you know, that's probably what people have always thought and felt. But we're having to live our now. And we live in troubled times. 
But the word that I would have for you today is this. God is our refuge and our strength. A helper who is always found in times of trouble. So the question is not whether we're going to have troubled times. It's how are we going to respond to them. In troubled times, oh, that we would retreat to our refuge. In troubled times, that we would discover our strength in troubled times that we would redirect our focus and we would look to the Lord who is our refuge and our strength. Would you bow with me for prayer?